Welcome to the 19th episode of the City Boys Show. I'm Javier. We got Danny. What up? We're missing our compadre, Buzz. Uh, little driving accident. He's fine, but uh, he's a horrible driver. Horrible. I'm not betting with Buzz's driving skills. Definitely not. <laughs> those, those, yeah. You don't want to be in a car with Buzz. <laughs> um, this, this episode, we're going to recap Danny's experience at Montreal. <laughs> you played the intro music again, but that's okay. Just keep going. Just keep going. We're having technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, we talk about our loss versus Columbus crew. Uh, we talk about your experience at Montreal, and then we preview this Inter-Miami game. Uh, we beat them last time. We're going to beat them again, but we'll talk about that later. And then we have a little Tati watch. Ooh. We need to know. We need some updates on Tati. Everybody loves Tati watch. I feel like sometimes I feel like we're kind of like the ex who's still stalking the social media <laughs> profile. Bro, I'm not over him. <laughs> Bro, he looks cute in a red outfit. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I'm not over Tati, but. Let talk about Montreal. How was it for you? Yeah, so we don't want to spend too much time on Montreal because we know it was a couple games ago. But some things we wanted to point out uh, that you couldn't see on the television set. One, Montreal is very pretty, um, just very cool town. It, their first, their primary language is French, so just being out there, you feel like you've traveled across the country. Wow, cool. The poutine. We went to this poutine spot, which is like French fries of gravy and cheese curds on point. Okay. Um, Fancy. Fancy. <laughs> um, and the stadium itself, just wanted to point out, was like was like loud. Like, it was sold out. I asked um, the press guy, how, what's the capacity? He said 19,969 people. Wow, that's a pretty good showing. That, that is a pretty good showing. And it was pretty, max. I was, you know, when the first the game was about to start, it looked a little empty. Yeah. But uh, then it got really packed. But, you know, for all those pros... Stadium looks a little janky. It was uh before you show before you show that we um like the the press box itself is just like tiny. Yeah. And it looks and even the bathrooms are kind of made out of like um they look like um like trailers and containers. So it looked like they got need to get a stadium up one, two, three, <laughs> and uh and they built it. I think I know where I got it from. Show the picture, man. <laughs> I think they got the stadium from IKEA, bro. <laughs> I was there and I was like, yo, what they do is really cool, actually, is like they they go and they say, you know, make some noise on the screen and people bang to like make the noise and it gets really, really loud. But it also looks like the stadium is about to collapse, bro. <laughs> was the stadium shaking at all? It was shaking, bro. But it's because if you had one L key, you could take out the whole stadium <laughs> in one spot, bro. That's if, if nobody sees this, Danny did a whole IKEA box here for the podcast version. Uh, it's pretty funny. Listen to the YouTube if you haven't. <laughs> oh yeah, and then that's actually the name of the studio. That is Spoot. That is that is Saputo. I can't say it, but it sounds yeah. like an IKEA name. <laughs> uh, so I legit think they bought it from IKEA. One guy set it up with his wife. With an L key. <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy that the acoustics were so loud. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool stadium. But you man. know when, well, you know when you go to a regular stadium and it's, they say get loud, nobody listens to it. <laughs> when you're at a baseball game, you might listen to it. But anytime, like I don't even know if they've ever done it in an NYCFC game where they say get loud. But I don't think I would actually listen to it. <laughs> you know what though? They pick like opportunity time. Like I think our supporters know when to get loud. Yeah, and they do it naturally. So like for example, a big corner comes up. Yeah, and the crowd gets crazy in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Here, they like when it's like it feels like a really important corner, or it feels like an important free kick. They they put it on the yeah, screen. Yeah, we don't need listen. to be orchestrated. We know when it's a big moment. These guys are half watching this game. Come on, they need to really pay attention to these games. 
Is there anything else that we should know about Montreal? Um, one last thing on the stadium. Uh, they do not take care of the away team, man. The the press interview with the coach afterwards under the stairs, my guy. That. They literally put up the NYCFC like little, you know, that's that, mad that, that tarp, tarp thing they yeah. put up with a symbol on it, and we're right there. Nick Cushion, he came up and he looked and he was like, "Where's the toilet?" <laughs> Yo, that's so good. Yeah, but that's, that's Matt Boulay. That's Matt Boulay. That's like a high school basketball game. You just finished the game. It's just hilarious. And it's crazy because their their press for their team, Matt Bougie. It's like this perfectly nice studio. It has this like amazing lighting. There's like the camera set up. It's like really established. And they put us under the stairs. That was that was that was a little ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but for the exception of that, very cool experience. How was how was Montreal. the actual game though? Well, I mean, the game itself was we we didn't look too good. We kind of got lucky with that draw. I mean, the the, the team was already hyped. I forget the guy's name, but there was a coach on the team, and he was also oh, a player yeah, that, that he, he died. recently passed. Yeah, from yeah. cancer, and uh, they did a tribute to him, and it was really it was really beautiful. I almost cried a little bit uh, yeah. uh, when they started it, and so you thought you know they wanted the win for that guy, and you could tell. I mean, they were playing really well. They should have had a couple goals. Yeah. And one got just swiped to the moon. I don't know what that guy was thinking. Oh, I know. He had an opportune opportunity. Yeah. Sean right Johnson there. wasn't even in front of the net, yeah. man. And he missed that. Um, but we played bad. Like we only had 41% possession. They had 59% possession. Um, and really the only like light in this very dark game was um hack. Oh, Hack played tremendous that game. He was amazing. Who, who gave him tribute for, like, uh, they said, I think he was the best player out there. Was Callens. it Callens? It yeah. was Callens. That, that's crazy. I, Hack has been, like, an immediate impact, and it's kind of crazy. Now you kind of just want to see him every game just because he's been playing so well and he's been so consistent. I know, and it's kind of weird because, like, Acevedo got the start last game, right? Yeah, against the Columbus crew. Well, it's Columbus crew, and... Uh... And he didn't play so well. I mean, I guess it doesn't hurt to have depth, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. if you can have more people who are skilled at that, and Hack, he's known for being sick. So I, I don't think you necessarily are mad at that, right? Yeah. If their people are come uh, are fighting for a position, and we've always had injury problems, so if we have more depth on the field in that sense, I think that's great for us. And uh, and and I think you can tell the difference between what Hack's been bringing versus Zalalem, who had a lot of playing time during, under Ronnie. Yeah. Um, as always looked a little lost out there. Yeah. Hack looks like he's contributing, like he's been part of the starting squad. Yeah. So I hope to see more of him. I think that just came with time too, because he's been with the squad for so long. Granny, he hasn't been starting, but he's been playing really, really strong uh, ever since he actually got his start. And I guess it took some time for him to get to this point. You know what yeah. I mean? But now that he's here, it just feels natural. Yeah. I actually got to talk to him after the game for a minute. Uh, Estevan. Enjoy that we made the trip over, so he brought Hack over so I could talk to him for a few minutes. Questions were mad basic. I messed up. I Come got on, nervous. Bro, I got nervous, it man. I, it's funny. He came down, and I was like, oh, I get to talk How to the MVP nervous? of the game. You get nervous with Hack. Hack is nervous himself, though, at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Two little nervous schoolboys yeah, looking at each yeah, other. But, yeah, but he's been – he's uh, it got him ready. He gives, <laughs> he gives the perfect staple, like standard answers. Uh, What'd you so, ask him? Anything? You know, anything? Mad basic, mad basic. How did the game go, yeah, buddy? How did the game go? <laughs> uh, 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 did you think you guys play well? <laughs> mad basic. It was not. It was not my best moment. That's I'm all right. You're growing as a journalist. There we go. <laughs> 
All right. But we got to get into a little Tati watch. Uh, let's get into this. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your Tati are? <laughs> Danny <laughs> built that himself. That's hilarious, bro. I'm so proud of that. But we got to get into him. He's been on fire. Well, I know we're hyping it up. It is preseason. It is, but he's on fire. I don't care, bro. <laughs> Tati's got me hyped. He's scored in every game so far that he's played in. Technically, I think it was one more game. Oh, that he's played in. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three that, for three. He, that he's played in. He's three for three. And he just looks good out there. It, it looks like he flows in that offense. It, it, he's making his opportunities like we know Tati does. It's just, it's good to see him out there. It's really cool to see him too. It makes me sad because we've we've been oh, not 0-2, oh but we haven't had a win since Tati left. Yeah. And you see him out there. Just like being Tati. Like, he doesn't miss a step at all. And you're like, Jesus. One thing I would like to say, though, that first game, I was watching it, uh, the first preseason game that Tati was there. Yo, that stadium or whatever that was looked mad bootleg, bro. So when people (laughs) hate on Yankee Stadium, I'm like, dude, this looks way more bootleg than what we got. And this is La Liga. So I don't want to hear it. Granted, they're like, they just came from uh, the second division. But still, that stadium looked mad bootleg, bro. It did look mad bootleg. (laughs) Also, that goalie was mad bootleg. Bro, how did you? What was he even thinking, bro? He had to defend like like three feet, and he was like, "Now nah, I'm good." <laughs> yeah, that was bad, bro. I I don't know, but Thoughty Watch is officially going. We're we're gonna keep doing this every we're time he keep... scores. We're we'll have Thoughty Watch for him. It, it took me way too long to make that intro for us not to do that. <laughs> like, Dude, we definitely times. gotta keep using that because once you do something, I know it took you like five hours <laughs> to actually get that animation going. But um, yeah, anything else on Thoughty? I, don't know. I I think I think it's a good transition to how much we missed Tati in that Columbus Crew game. Yes, let's let's get into that Columbus Crew game. Um, you want to recap it before we we talk about it? All right, all right. So to start off, uh, well, we'll we'll give the score line at the beginning. It, we ended the game, we lost three two, right? Mm-hmm. But let's see, let's talk about how we got to that point. In the fourth minute. Amundsen scores a goal, but it was technically, we thought, we all thought, oh, he scored a goal. And in that angle, it actually looked like he scored originally. Like, wow, that was a sick goal by Amundsen. But when you look at the replay, it actually bounced off uh, Mensa, their defender uh, for uh, the crew, and it, they considered it an own goal. Yeah. I, and, you know, I was actually looking into that of what makes it an own goal versus what makes it a goal. Yeah. And if you are trying to pass the ball and then it deflects in, it's an own goal. If you're shooting the ball, then it's a score. So Edmonton was trying to cross it, and so it's an own goal versus the Pereira one. Oh, did the Pereira one count as a goal? Yeah. Okay, we'll get into that. Not an own goal, a real goal. Oh, that's actually pretty interesting. I didn't know that. So we had two, like, situations where they could have been an own goal or not an own goal, and and that's, yeah, that's how how you know. Ah, I did not know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, So Columbus crew, 20th minute, they score with Hernandez. I forget how that goal happened. Uh, yeah. I, no, I forget the the first one, but the second one was so bad because it was Sean Johnson who just uh, threw no. the ball away, unfortunately. The 27th minute, uh, Zalarion, I feel like I'm saying his name wrong, but it's okay. Zalarion scores, uh, and it was just a bad pass by Johnson. I think he was, was he trying to get the ball to Amundsen or to Tavon Gray? I forget who. He was trying to get one of the wings on the, I think it was the left side. I think it was Amundsen. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Amundsen too. But those are the mistakes that we've seen consistently happen. He gets them like once or twice a year. <laughs> and I don't know what happens in those situations, but he, he does. I mean, he saves us so many times that you can't yeah. complain, but those things do happen. And honestly, we've had mistakes that have been, been overshadowed by like 
games that we've won, but there's still been some glaring mistakes that we've done in the past that we really didn't like. We kind of brush it off, but those are big mistakes that shouldn't be happening. Yeah, but I mean, man's got like eight clean sheets this year. No, he's been dominant. So, I can't complain about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna hold it. I, I, it is something that he consistently. But I think it's one of those things that it's just so much. Uh, you notice it. Yeah. Because when you make that mistake, you're done. So it's like. Is every goalie making that mistake? Yeah. Probably. So, so I think we just noticed. But it's not that much to be a huge problem. No, I agree. It's definitely not a huge problem. It's not Sean Johnson. I'm just saying not even just Sean Johnson making mistakes. I think the team overall making mistakes. That mm. we've seen and it's been kind of overshadowed by us winning a lot of games. Gotcha. But let's let's keep getting into it. 64th minute, uh, Gabriel Perea scores. This was another deflector. Like he was trying to, but he was actually trying to shoot the uh, shoot for exactly what you're saying. Yeah. He was trying to shoot the goal and it deflected off another player. Another lucky bounce, which is crazy to think about that these two, uh, our two goals, uh, were, were kind of lucky bounces for us. Yeah. Which was insane. Um, and then later on in the game, we, so, when did we lose Collins? I think it was like somewhere in the 70th minute or late 60th minute. Uh, so we lose Collins. He gets injured. And then in the 75th minute, Zalarion scores again. And it was kind of like the ball was all over the place. It kind of got bounced around by a couple defenders and, uh, and the offense. Uh, what, what did you – why did they score on us there? <laughs> like what was our mistake there? I mean I, for, for some reason we like suck against Hilarion. <laughs> that dude's got like six goals on the team. Yeah, I think he's got six goals against six games on us. Which is insane. That's insane. He scores every time. <laughs> he's like a bow from New England. <laughs> um, and also it just felt like we left him wide open all the time. Like there was – I think he could have scored more goals. Like you would see where he's like right in front of the box. Yeah. And no one was in front of him and he would take a shot. And he had so many of those opportunities. And, you know, if you get seven shots and no one's defending you, you're going to make them in. And so I felt like this was just one of those opportunities. Even when Callens was in the game, there was a lot of that going on. And, no, it, um, it's so true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what was going on with Martins and Callens uh, that yeah. game, but I thought they played really, unfortunately, poorly. Yeah, I think there was too much space back there. It just felt like the like Zalarian was running free out there. Um, and Sean Johnson, uh, Sean Johnson saved us a couple of times. That's why you could complain about him, but he saved some like really great shots by Zalarian and the rest of the team. So it was uh, it was quite the performance for Johnson, even though he did make that glaring mistake. Yeah. Um, but that gets into I I think the bigger problem. Yes, defensively we sh- we allowed three goals, which uh probably shouldn't have happened (laughs) but the defense has been so good that you really can't fault them but the offense i yes we did score two goals but those were pretty lucky goals do you think uh what did you think of talis and hebed's performance i I thought they were both kind of invisible out there but i more take i think hebed wasn't given the opportunities to do what hebed does hebed is not creating opportunities the way thought they created opportunities yeah and so and uh and i and so have is really good when you give him the ball within the box he never got that opportunity he never got the ball in the box yeah. and so he had no chances to do what have does best um tell magno i think was really disappointing like i felt like he doesn't seem like he has either the stamina or the want to like play hard a little bit i don't yeah, know what no, the word is I but com- I, I, was... no, I completely agree with you something about talis was off this game 
like he wasn't uh, I don't know what it was. He he looked tired in that second half, and I'm curious why he looked tired. Is there an injury in play? I don't really know. But, yeah, he was he didn't have the intensity. Towards the end of the game, he was gassed. Like, he didn't go for the ball. I think it was late in the game, maybe like 80, 80th to 90th minute, there was a, a turnover, a really bad turnover by the Columbus crew that we could have scored on. And Maxi gets to the ball faster than Talis Magno. And I'm saying, and uh, Maxi does a great, good shot, but it gets blocked. But at that moment, I'm thinking Talis Magno is going to hustle. You know what I mean? Like, I understand he's tired, but he has that prime opportunity to score there. And he just, he doesn't even get to the ball. How does Maxi get there before him? Yeah. So 35 year old Maxi. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think about. And and I think one thing that, like, one thing that I noticed now that Dati is gone is how important Maxi is. Mm-hmm. Santi, Santi plays a big role well too, but but Maxi, once you got Maxi back in that game, it felt like there was a whole nother level. There was like we were actually dangerous again. But but and and he's just so vital, especially. And I think that's what what we're seeing now. Now that Tati's gone, Maxi's going to be the prime focal point again. And if he gets injured or if he can only come in thirty minutes, I think it's going to hurt us. Yeah, I also think Tinnerholm coming in the second half was a really big part too. I think you know my thing. Uh, I'm going to go on a little spiel here, but I think my I I think about Tati's time here. Reflect on it, right? Yeah. ex-girlfriend just left reflecting <laughs> on the relationship what was good what was bad how can you be a better person we're still sad <laughs> we're still sad and uh i think my big thing is that Dati was never the like superstar right out of the gate right like Dati doesn't have the talent the, the, the feet skills if that's the right word the for, that talis magno has he doesn't have he didn't have the the speed of Tiago Andrade. He doesn't have the in the box shooting ability, you know, six feet that Hebe has. Yeah, and he doesn't have the distribution that Santi has, right? But what he had was like this, and I think that's why he didn't get fifteen million dollars. Honestly, I don't. I think it's a little bit of the MLS thing, but I think a big part of it is that he never showed that. What made him so dangerous was like his intensity. And like he just always went 110%. And you could tell it. Like he just, and because he went 110%, 10%, he like improved drastically, right? He went from being uh, Jason before Jason, right? <laughs> Flop King. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to stop flopping. He couldn't pass the ball. And then he learned how to pass the ball. He didn't know like how to score, right? When Hebe first went down, we said, who's going to, who's going to make a goal? Very true. And he did that. And like he consistently brought that intensity. And if you got a guy who's the golden boot winner and then, and then is also still 110% every game, it gets the rest of the team to play super hard. Now Dati's gone, and I don't see anyone giving up that 110% where it drives the rest of the team to work super hard. And the and it's like, that used to be Maxi. Yeah. But Maxi's 35 years old, man, now. Like, Maxi can't go 110% because he, he just can't. <laughs> yeah. And so I think someone else needs to step up. I think it should be Talis Magno, but the kid's 19 years old, and that's a lot of responsibility. Um. And I'm so what I'm hoping is that Talis Magno can grow into that, but I think Tinnerholm's going to be that person as long as he can stay healthy. Healthy. Yeah, Tinnerholm always has brought that intensity, and I think that's why he was always my favorite player because he's always been. He'll get in your face. 
he'll drive the ball towards the uh, towards the goal post and, uh, he's always had that ability to like be aggressive and that's always what we needed especially at right back right now uh but can he get healthy enough but yeah so let, let's see what nick cushing and hebed uh nick cushing had to say about hebed and talis ultimately they're going to be judged on tati's stats and that's natural you know tati was here for a long time and was able to really solidify his profile and his style in the team and in the end you saw the quality from him and you know hebed has been back in now two games and talis went in for 30 minutes and naturally they're trying to find the spaces and trying to make sure that they can help the team. I actually thought both of them did a really good job of linking the play. And in those moments, because naturally that's their style, the likes of Gabriel Pereira and, you know, Thiago Andrada and, and, and Santi Rodriguez, they get into positions where they can get the ball wide and get crosses in, or they can get shots away. So, you know, we're obviously just in that period of change at the moment, but you know, I was really pleased with both of their performances. Yeah, uh, I think the... I like Nick Cushing, man. I think he's really good on these press conferences. But sometimes I think he'd be lying. <laughs> he lied about Dati Watch, about Dati leaving. And well, he had to technically lie. There was no news out. Yeah, so that's no, fair. I know. But also, like, my whole thing is that I think he's still a young coach. He's only been here for a few games. Maybe you can't be shouting out players this early. <laughs> uh, but you cannot say... I, I was surprised that with the straight face, he was like, yeah, Talos and Magno played well. Yeah. Talos and, I'm sorry, Hebed played well. Well, I think Hebed didn't, I, I think even Paul Joy mentioned it a couple of times on the broadcast. Hebed's not Tati, so we can't keep comparing him to Tati. And I think that's what Nick is cushion, Nick cushion is. It's obvious that we want to keep comparing Hebed to Tati because Tati was so dominant these, this past year and a half. But they play two different styles of football. So, yeah. Hebed's not going to come back for the ball. You have to make, you have to, you have to free him up to score. You know what I mean? It's not like Tati who makes his own opportunity. So I think that's the different the difference in play. But we have the players who should be able to distribute the ball or get open so that Hebed has a clearer chance to score. And we're not seeing that, unfortunately. Or we haven't seen that in the past two games. It might be too, too small of a window. But we're gonna overreact because that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the question is, I know there's been a lot of like the world on social media, right? We've seen two games of Hibis striker not doing it. Do you think they should have signed the striker during this transfer window? That's a tough one because uh, do you think we're lacking more at striker or at the midfield? Because we don't have Keaton Parks right now. Maxi's getting older. Uh, granted, Santi can play some of that midfield as well, but I, I don't know if there was a... Sh I don't know who was there available at striker to replace Hibid. You mean Dati? I mean, yeah, to replace uh, Dati. Well, as you know, Buzz wanted Luis Suarez, but <laughs> he wasn't coming. Yeah, I don't know either, and I don't... So, you, so you're saying no. Wait, yeah, before, before I go to my opinion, you're saying no, we shouldn't have signed someone? No, I, I don't think it was. I don't think we should have signed someone. I think maybe our midfield probably needed somebody more than the striker position. So you do think we needed someone though? No, we yeah, we should have probably no. Yes, I think we should have signed someone, uh, to bring more depth. But yeah, it's I feel like we lost our best player and we got nothing in return. I know it's a long term investment because obviously Tati is gaining stock stock value right now as we speak if he keeps scoring like this. 
but it's frustrating to not see a replacement for him right now. Yeah. I don't I feel that we're that we're then I just think we have so much talent on this team. Between Talas Magno, Tiane Drade, Santi Rodriguez, uh Pereira, Hack, Morales, like I just think this squad is really, really talented. But are we overvaluing this talent? I think that's one thing I'm getting worried about. We keep talking about how talented this team is, but at the same time, are they that talented? <laughs> like we've lost, like we keep comparing them to last season, but we've lost key members to this team. We've lost Goody. We've lost Parks right now. He's temporarily injured. We uh, And people are going to say, who cares about Medina? But we've lost Medina. We lost somebody else. Oh, we lost Sands. So we've lost some big guys that I, I feel like we keep saying there's a lot of talent. And yes, they're young talent. But are we overvaluing this talent right now? I don't know. I, I think Talos Magno, everyone keeps saying it. He's he he's a superstar, right? He can be a superstar. Well, then he needs to play like a superstar. Stop saying we need to pick up Luis Suarez. I think if, if Talos Magno played up to his potential... No one would be talking about it, right? If Tiago well, Andrade we, played up to his potential, if Santi Rodriguez played up to their potential, like we wouldn't be complaining. I think this team is good enough to win if they can step up. Like I, I just, I just think we do. I think, I, and I was the biggest Medina fan. Also, Medina. Oh yeah, he had like a monster game recently, right? In the past three games, he has like three goals and three assists or some crazy thing like that. Okay, Medina. Oh, Medina, <laughs> I'm telling you, Medina's a beast. <laughs> Uh, but point is that I think we have the talent with this team and we don't need, because the thing is, once again, I don't, I love Dati, but what made Dati so good wasn't anything that makes these other strikers, in my opinion, like so good that people want. It's just that, it's just that, um, he had more intensity. He had more intensity. And like, can you just pick up another player that has the same amount of intensity? I, I mean, know. I would say his footwork was nasty, though. He was nasty with the ball, and I, I don't Do think really? I honestly believe that he had some great footwork. He, he, I just, I don't know. He brought something that we're not seeing right now. It's only been two games, and I think Hebed still should be in that. And I'm just worried: Are we gonna get the Hebed from 2019? I believe, or it was 2020. I forget what year it is. But are we gonna get that Hebed? Because if we get that Hebed back, yeah, we have a chance. Because we've only surrounded Hebed now with better players, not worse. So we've definitely gotten better since that 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 season where he got injured. So if we're surrounding him with the right pieces and he's able to, I have, I don't, I missed the game, but in um for Montreal, did he go full ninety? I think that's one thing that scares me is that we haven't no, he seen full ninety because they put Tiago Andrade. Yeah, he can't play full ninety at this point. Yeah, and that's that's a big problem because as our striker, we need him for the 90 minutes. And Tati would never get a break. Granted, he would always get two yellow cards back to back in two <laughs> games. So he would have to sit. But when he was out there, he was out there the whole game. Yeah. So no, I don't it's know. True. It's, I still think we can win this team, though. I don't think I think a drastic I don't think there was this huge hole where people should be so upset that we didn't pick up someone. That's my whole thing. I, I just I'm on the Twitterverse a lot. I feel a lot of frustrations, and I think this team could still win it with who we have. All right, let's move on to NYCFC versus Inter-Miami. Uh, so what do we got going? This game, Iguain has had four goals since the last time they played us. 
he was he sucked with us so, when he played against <laughs> us. So I'm not too stressed about Iguain. Yeah, and out of those four goals, three of them were against Cincinnati. I don't know. Cincinnati games are like uh, they're just like like football scores. Yeah, bro. it's like mayhem out there. <laughs> and by the way, this past weekend in soccer was just mayhem in MLS. It was just ridiculous amounts of goals scored. It was cool. I, MLS, man. And the crazy thing is, I've been watching the MLS highlights. And just is it me or the crowds just seem to get bigger and bigger, man? Yeah, it's it feels like it's starting to grow. Actually, Alfredo Morales after the game, he's like, I came because like this is really starting to grow, and this, I want to be a part of it, even if it's just a small part. I want to be part of it. And 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 I feel like I'm seeing it too. Like when I was in Toronto, I was like, this this they're they're feeling it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, even some of these signings, like these are European signings that aren't like usually we get European signings that are super old. And like it's just like, yeah, they're at the end of their career and we just threw money at them. These guys feel like it's crazy because Bale came saying, I mean, he's already part of the national team, but he, he came saying like, I want to play in the World Cup and I want this to this to warm me up to play for the world cup so he came over here saying like i want to be part of this organization i want to be part of this league because i think i could grow from it and not only that but i actually took a picture now of course i can't get to it but like the list of players like you said that they've gotten like even younger like if you looked at instagram and you just looked at like the most recent signings yeah between you know i'm gonna pronounce all these names wrong but dennis buguan or buguawa benteki Matt Mazaga. Oh, Benteki was a huge sign, bro. And that these guys insane. are, and these guys are like, I'm not getting playing time, and and my team, so I'm gonna come here and get the playing time. And it's like, it's 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 crazy. Some of these signings were insane. Yeah, it's a, I, I the the league is very exciting right now. I P think this is when. You, oh you yeah, joined yeah. too. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I I, sure. I think it's only good for the league to be honest. Uh, we're we're getting these european stars and they don't feel too old it's not like these guys are out of the league and they're just it's the retirement league now but it feels it feels like this is becoming like a league that uh people want to come play at good time to start a podcast <laughs> <laughs> um but let's get into the nycfc versus inter miami the last time we played them it was Dati's last game we didn't care about the score line all we cared about is Dati winning and we won uh, Dati having his farewell tour basically but um, they've gotten better since, right? They're one and two with no losses since the last time uh, they played us. Yeah, now they're now ninth in the division, which is still out of the playoffs, but not too far behind. Um, and you know they've they've been playing pretty well. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Iguain has been playing better, but when I saw him in New York, he just looked so old and slow <laughs> that I just no. Nah, but just he's still know. he's still deadly. I think those four. I think three of those goals came. In one of the games because he against Cincinnati. yeah against Cincinnati there you yeah go. yeah yeah but let's talk about the starting lineup what do you think the starting lineup is gonna be all right my starting lineup is uh I got Sean Johnson I got Tinner home I got Martins uh Chano Amundsen Morales Acevedo Rodriguez uh Maxi uh Magno and Hebed do you have any objections to this lineup so you got Santi back on the right yeah, and you yeah. don't got him back on the 10th spot, and you got Maxi back in the 10th spot. We needed Maxi out there. We needed him badly last game against the Columbus crew. So that's why I you got to put him back in the game. No, I, I do, but I, I liked Maxi. I liked Maxi uh, playing the sixth. And, you know, I think Acevedo's been suffering a little bit. And so I think I think maybe maybe go back to where you put 
And I, and I honestly, Pereira, Pereira didn't play so great on Montreal, but I thought he played pretty. I thought he was one of the better players. I actually agree with you in that I sense. I thought yeah. Pereira played pretty well. Are we going to see Pereira consistently start? I don't know. And Rodriguez does sometimes suffer at, in the wings. Yeah. And, I mean, the thing is, it's very different if it's Turner home backing him up or Gray. I think he can't stand it when Gray's back there. They're always yelling at each other. Uh, and, and and you could just tell. I mean, the moment that Turner home came in on that Columbus Crew game, you saw you saw Turner home flying <laughs> on the right side. It yeah. felt like he was every every like um, every opportunity he had, he was trying uh, to get in the box. And I was like, I, I, I really missed their home, man. So I think regardless, I would, well, I think what I would do is put Maxi back on the six, keep trying that out, put Santi on the 10, especially because Santi needs more time on the 10 um, because there's been rumors that Maxi's gone after the season. I heard he wanted to play, you know, wanted to pull Luis, Luis Suarez and go home for one year and play there. So like we're still second in the division. Um, Put Santi on the 10, experiment while we still have a chance, put Maxi on the 6, put Pereira there, and then hopefully Tinnerholm can help Pereira make that link work. So that's what I would do. If if, if last game is any indicator of how the season is going to go, we need Maxi and Tinnerholm out there. <laughs> like We need them to be healthy for us to have a, a successful campaign the rest of the season, to be honest. These guys have shown that they are the difference maker. While Tavon's great, great defensively, just offensively, I just feel like we suffer so much when he's out there. That uh, it's just uh, I just don't think there's anything dangerous about him out there offensively. Um so yeah, I I agree. The only thing I would say is, I like Max. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I like Acevedo out there as well. So it, it, I I think we could have Rodriguez out on the wing because I don't think Perea brought that much more than Rodriguez will bring. You brought a goal, <laughs> a lucky one at that. But I agree. I mean, he. I don't know. But we we should talk about Chanel as well. Uh, I mean, Chanel replacing Callens. How's that going to fit? I, I just feel like when we see Chanel and Martins out there together, I don't know if they have that chemistry yet. Like, I don't know. I feel like we, we've we suffered. And I don't know. Have we seen them out there together? I think they played one time together during the U.S. Open. Yeah. I think I remember them there. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see Chanel out there. But I'm excited, though. Uh, you know, Callens, before that injury, I don't think was playing that great the last game. Uh, but Callens has been a superstar this year, so I'm yeah. not going to discredit Callens. But I think Chanel as a plan B is is a really good plan B to have. So I'm not, like, too concerned. And I think Chanel is starving for minutes. Oh, so yeah. I think that he gets his opportunity, he's going to gonna play really well and he's starving and he's like i'm not wearing a mask he's <laughs> he does not care about any health protocols he's like i don't care i'm not wearing a mask i know joe tollison was like i wonder how his doctor feels about this <laughs> we're doing betting with buzz there is no buzz but we're gonna bet anyways you're gonna we'll bet with the brothers <laughs> bet. betting with brothers <laughs> um so the line is 120. Are these accurate right now? These are accurate. Yes, plus are. 120 to win for NYCFC. Uh, plus 240 for the draw. Plus 190 for the loss. Why do you yeah. do these stats? Oh, 190 for the other team to win. Yeah. All right. 190 for Inter Miami to win. Minus 142 for the over two and a half, which I think is kind of a lock. And plus 116 under two and a half. So what do you got? What do you what do you think is the lock of the lock? 
betting with brothers Danny. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to pull the buzz. Uh oh, he's wearing the hat backwards. Oh, he's ready. He's buzzed. It's gonna be a lock. <laughs> we gotta do the over to. You know, we always take the boys. We always <laughs> take the boys to win. So gotta take the boys to win. I owe you a chart from 2016. <laughs> we haven't figured that out yet, but uh, we take the boys at plus 120. You gotta take the boys at plus money. I don't really agree with. But I'm pretending <laughs> to be buzz and. I might do the plus 116 under two and a half. Plus 116 under two and a half. Wow, really? You think it's going to be a low-scoring game? I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think so. I definitely disagree with that. But if you had a parlay, because go back to Danny. Transform back to Danny. (laughs) The Danny would do a parlay right now. This is the guy who knows how to drive. (laughs) What is your parlay for this game? I think... I would say, I know people aren't going to like this, but draw, draw, (laughs) and um, Iguain to score. Iguain to score. What? Yeah. Wait, you expect a draw? Then who do you think is going to score from our side? Uh, Hebert or You just trashed on Iguain being so old, bro. Bro, he's scored the past few games. I don't know. I don't, and we got it's a it's a different lineup there with Chanel and, and Martin's out there. I think the chemistry is gonna be a little Tinner Holmes is gonna be new back there too. It's gonna be a different back line. What do we think? Part, what, do we think Tinner Holmes starts? I think Tinner Holmes starts. He's got to, bro. Great. I love Gray, man. But God, he's so <laughs> bad offensively. We need Tinner Home out there. I agree. Well, I would if I'm gonna do a parlay, you gotta go with the win. Final predictions. What's your final score for this game? So my original thought was 1-1 draw, but your positivity is changing my <laughs> mind. But that's going to go against my parlay. So I'm going to stick with the 1-1 draw. I really want the boys to win. I really want it to be a 2-1 game. Uh, but I just haven't seen the chemistry yet on offense. Yeah. If you go by historical trends with Dati, it's hard to imagine two goals at this point. I mean, even though they scored two games, it was the last game, but they're both off deflections. To be safe, I'm calling it a 1-1 draw. I'm going... I'm going 2-0. I, I think we're gonna win 2-0. Ooh. I don't I think Sean Johnson gets back on the clean sheet. Um we're gonna we're gonna win this game. I, I'm gonna predict a Habed goal and I'm gonna predict a maxi goal. Ooh. I, I was gonna even get crazier and say maxi penalty, but not <laughs> wait. So who takes the penalty now? Hebed all day or day, bro. I agree. <laughs> wait, 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 before we leave. You understand almost every episode you call clean sheet, and you're probably more right than wrong, which is crazy. I mean, Sean's really, it's it's really easy to say clean sheet all these times because <laughs> he's been on fire. He, I hope he wins goalkeeper of the year. I really do, too. He definitely should win it. Guys, if you like the channel, please like, comment, subscribe. Any final words, Danny? So set expectations. We're not doing an episode next week. Uh, a man's here is having a baby. I'm having a baby. I'm He's excited, in, guys. And, and we can't do it without him because he does all the technical stuff. I might be having a baby like today. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> She's ready to pop. So if you were watching this episode, a baby's probably born already. <laughs> uh, yes. So no episode next week, but we'll try to get you something, right? Exactly. We'll try to release some type of bonus content out there. And we'll have a new NYCFC fan in the world. A little NYCFC baby. She's going to kill it. All right. Let's go. Later, y'all. Peace. Peace.